Yeah, so Herf and I were saying one thing we should, I think, be aware of is I think if we have a lot of discussion about the uh, fun <laughs> that's occurred in the last two weeks, that we shouldn't shy away from, uh, you know, extending that discussion and saying, you know, maybe we push GT to another episode because I don't want us to be like, oh, well, we've we've already talked for an hour about this and there's still interesting points being made and uh, discussion to be had. I agree. Hello and welcome. My name is Tim. My name is Axiom. And my name is Herfy Durfy. And this is Go Mode. Link to the past randomizer podcast. How are you guys doing? What's happening here? It, this is not our normal recording time, so this is like it feels special. It's like you know, oh, I don't know. It's it's there's like everything's different. I'm oh. on that uh, afternoon energy right now. That that just finished a full eight hours of work energy. Oh I'm yeah, like ready to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know Nobody all about that. that. Yeah, it's, that it's, famous uh... after work energy that just you're just so you know ready and raring to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly am excited to be talking about Rando with you guys, as always. Yeah, um, this should be a good yeah. one, I think. Yeah, we have some things to talk about, and we have been uh, purposely not really discussing them so that we could just air just air it all out, just here, you know, uh, <laughs> for, for you, the fans. Mm-hmm. So yep. that is what we're getting ready to do. Um, so let's just let's just get right into it. Uh, I'm actually going to start by doing something a little unorthodox. We're going to start with a question. Question from Apotomix, who uh, writes in to say, I have really enjoyed this podcast since the beginning, but have fallen behind due to my boss putting the kibosh at listening to work. I hate that. (laughs) Planning to get caught up this weekend. (laughs) Um, Goes on to say, my question for you guys involves the recent approval, then sudden rejection of auto trackers. I I personally have been playing rando for about a year and didn't start using a tracker until I started doing community races. I am really bad at using it. I get in a zone, start tearing through a seed, and find that my tracker is so out of date that it's actually more of a hindrance than a help. When I tried the auto tracker for that one glorious day, I loved it. I've read some of the complaints that people had about it removing competitive advantage, as well as risk of spoilers. I'm just curious if you guys are pro or con on the auto tracker. To me, it seems as if it would really help the community grow, and we really wanted this to be the most competitive thing ever and played only on skill trackers wouldn't be allowed at all. I think I read that weird, but hopefully you understood what they were saying. (laughs) Um, Though that could just be my jaded opinion. Uh, You guys are awesome and are doing a great job. feel like your podcast has been the doorway for me to get into this great community. Uh, Thanks, Apotomix. Well, first of all, Apotomix, thank you so much for the kind words. Thanks for uh, writing in to us. And with that, Let's go ahead and try to dive into the events of the last couple weeks as, as best as we possibly can. Um, sort through all of this and, and weigh in. What do you guys say? I, yeah. I love it. I was, I was telling Herf in sort of the pre-show that I have some very nuanced hot takes. So, you know, <laughs> get ready because I'm going to make everybody mad. At it's the end of this, everybody good. will be like, Axe sucks. Every, everybody will be angry. <laughs> good. Good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that perspective. 
Um, so I've been thinking about this a lot. I think the best way to handle this is for us to do as good of a job as we can of just explaining everything that happened as it happened without any sort of opinion injected into that and then go back and maybe provide our own unique perspectives and, and talk a little bit about this. Um, so it all started uh, a couple of Sundays ago. Do you guys know what that date was? Yeah, like so I actually, I put in our, we you know, for audience edification, we, we make a little document to kind of outline what we're going to talk about. And I've actually copied in all of the relevant messages. Um, so I don't know, Tim, do you want me to run through what all has happened and the dates and all that? Yeah, so we're essentially uh, the the biggest the, the closest thing you can get to an official announcement in this community is a Discord announcement in the announcements channel of the ALTTPR Discord. I mean, would you guys agree? I mean, that's yeah. pretty much like I mean, yeah, that's, that's the that official channel. The so pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah, it's 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 all it all yeah. happens at this Discord. Like so. I, I, the only other way to get a big message out would be to put it on the actual like LTTPR like website that you use to generate your you know seeds right. if they ever put a notice up there that's like massive ultra hyper big news right yeah um, like it, that's that's something that's like affects everything not just the competitive community or you know a little sub bits it's like everybody right so so what we have here are a collection of the discord announcements that they made starting with one that was on february 24th and i will Certainly not just be reading this to you because that would just be the, the worst audio ever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, will, I will just summarize <clears throat> what they came out and said is that there now exists a much improved auto tracker made by Emo Seru, uh, which is going to be allowed in races, SRL races and tournaments. Uh, and then they link to a pastebin that describes more of that. So this is a, um, you know, speaking to trackers, not just the regular tracker that you use to click, you know, where you've checked and what items you have, but one that will actually read the visual on the game or maybe even read the actual uh, file itself. I don't even know exactly how it works, but it knows when Link has picked up certain items and checked certain locations and automatically checks those off for you on the tracker. Um, sorry, do, do one of you yeah. want to... So, so I believe, and I'm sure we're going to get lots of comments and things on this so if if any at any point we're wrong on the technical stuff please let us know but my understanding yeah. was the because i you know i'm in imusaru's uh channel and the way she described it was that i think it just works not based on reading the the rom or the ram or anything like that but just on the visuals from the uh the game gotcha. um, because there had in the past you know one of the options that you could tick is that SRAM trace. And there were, I don't think it, they were, they definitely weren't race legal, but there were things you could use to read out the SRAM and use that for tracking or otherwise record keeping purposes. And, you know, the fear around that is if you let something read into the SRAM of the game, there's nothing to stop you from saying, oh, here's the location of everything. Mm -hmm. So... Um, as you were saying, X, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm like 99.9% sure that it is reading the ROM itself, um, only because there was also a big discussion about it tracking items in dark rooms that you would normally not see if you didn't have an auto tracker, mm. so it can't go by visuals. 
Yeah, I heard that too. That that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I pulled up Imusaru's pace spin, and I'm just gonna read a quote from it. So, Emo Tracker's new hardware tracking feature for the for ALTTPR works quite differently from Auto Trackers of the past. It uses Connector Lib (parentheses the underlying technology for crowd control) rather than the SRAM trace hack to ultimately support as wide a variety of games as possible. It works on both console hardware using SD to SNES flashcards with USB support, and a popular emulator, BizHawk, with the B-SNES core. EmoTracker's Lua frameworks allow for easy development of quality of life improvements, like the new notification showing the most important stats when you hit the Triforce room, rather than waiting for the end of the credits. This is a huge time saver for streamers on console who've never had features like Fast Forward available to them and it supports auto-tracking both item collection and overall location clear data. However, tracking chest clearing in dungeons is not supported, neither is marking dungeons which are crystal and pendant. Why is that? Well, because I can't, or we can't currently do it reliably without reading memory, that would, and that would constitute cheating. Preventing cheating is something that I and the random developers and community care deeply about. Uh, and then Imusaru has a very long explanation of uh, why she's getting into auto tracking now as uh, as something, and why, um, you know, it, it's happened the way it's happened. Mm-hmm. And we'll yeah. we'll have a link to that that pace bin. Yeah, we'll you know, be sure to check supporting uh, documentation here, and we'll we'll back up all of our uh, quotes and sources and things like that. Um, but what you've hit on there uh, near near the end of that is um, going to come back up, and it, it's the uh, trying to prevent cheating or making it so that there's no way that this can be exploited to uh, provide advantages to any one person over another, uh, these, these auto trackers. So, so that, you know, the auto trackers have existed, specifically Emo Serus has existed uh, for a little while, but, I, you know, what we got out of this message is that they had been working together behind the scenes to develop a tracker that uh, was suitable to the developers and they could confirm that it could not be used to give an unfair advantage to any other person. Um, so, you know, in so much as they finally were able to come out and say, hey, we officially endorse this. And in fact, it's even tournament legal now. Um, so this was the announcement on February 24th. Uh, but that was uh, not the last that we would hear from them uh, yeah. because we, we had another uh, we had another announcement the following day. Uh, yes. So just so, uh, sorry to cut in here just to, you know present both sides because our document has everything but it's not really chronologically sorted mm-hmm. uh, oh, be- true. right so uh of course uh Imosar also has a, a a discord for her tracker and for her work where people can get help if they have technical trouble or can ask for features and do whatever they want chat with each other and uh, of course she also announced there on the same day that the announcement on the official rando discord we were just talking about went out that she uh, had released her tracker uh, in the new version and that uh, auto tracking is now a thing and uh, she uh, pasted or posted that paste bin that Axe was reading from that we uh, will also have in the links down below and some instructions and uh, that she was really happy to get it out the door so you know on the first day everything looked pretty okay from a first glance just from these two announcements and yeah uh, and yeah. yeah I mean and tip actually whenever he and I both saw this come out. Tim immediately was like, "Oh, I'm going to try this out and and see if I can get it working on stream." And I uh, I watched him, you know, 
play around with it a bit. And the configuration was not exactly the simplest, especially because. Yeah. Don't worry, I will. Don't worry, I'll get to that. That is that is <laughs> coming up. Uh, but again, I just I wanna I wanna just put all this out there so we're all on the same page in terms of you know what what unfolded. So. Um, uh, emo emo Sarah's mentioning she's getting a lot of pings about this uh you know making the tracker work basically a lot of people are trying out having issues um i think there was maybe confusion about you know a lot of people are using snes 9x which technically wasn't supported so she put out a hot fix to make it compatible um and uh that that was at the end of the day or i'm sorry that was in the morning on the 25th is that yeah, right monday the yeah 25th? so that's the morning of the 25th let me see if i can get an actual like timestamp for this message but i think it doesn't timestamp i think it's just the date you know i think it was the middle of the night i kind of feel like i woke up and saw this on my phone i'm I'm in the east coast america so yeah i think it was like middle of the night essentially um that this that this came through. i think it was too it it may if it wasn't the middle of the night it was very early in the morning on the 25th which Again, we're recording this on the 7th of March, so we're talking about things that have happened just a little over a week ago. Right. So the next morning, uh, I think around noon or so, Eastern, um, there is another announcement in the official Randomizer Announcements channel uh, that is short enough that I'll just go ahead and And, read it. And just to point out, Emu Saru put out a note at almost the same time on her channel. So these Mm -hmm. are basically happening simultaneously. Yeah, exactly. It was pretty much right at the same time. Um, Christos Owen, one of the uh, developers of the game, commonly is the one making announcements such as this one, <clears throat> says hi again. Everybody now, or a, uh, you know, doesn't everybody mention, um, which is going to send a push notification to every single person in that Discord, which is a lot. Uh, Emo Seru has disabled auto tracker support for ALTTPR. This was her own decision. It will take effect the next time you start the tracker app. A pack update has been pushed that removes auto tracker support for those who already had it. There was a considerable amount of negative feedback about auto tracking in competitive races. Myself and the other mod team should have been more thorough with our exploration of the auto tracker and asked for community feedback in advance. For failing to do both of those, I apologize on behalf of all of us. We really do value your feedback. These are our actions and then goes on to list some of what they're going to be doing going forward. Um, but the real, the big takeaway was that this brand new auto tracker that had just been announced the day prior, less than 24 hours later, is not only being disallowed, but straight up deactivated. Even if you don't use it in a race, this no longer works. Yeah, you yeah. just straight up can't use it anymore. The feature was removed by like a forced patch. I'm sure there's like ways around it, you know, not letting it connect to the internet or whatever, but officially it's gone. Yeah, now I'm going to read Imusaru's message that was, again, posted pretty much simultaneously with this one, maybe that was out a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. So again, this is also on February 25th. Imusaru. At everyone. Wow, so many pings. I usually try to keep announcements here pretty professional, and I'm going to stick to that, as close to that as possible. I'm unfortunately announcing that I am forced disabling the auto tracker for ALTTPR. Or, there is too much community drama, backpedaling on decisions that I didn't make in the first place, and a host of other issues. Frankly, I feel like most of it comes from a place of ignorance and paranoia amongst people who have not thought the problem through. They have done nothing to eliminate unfair competitive advantage, unfair competitive advantage nothing to prevent motivated people from cheating. 
all they've done is eliminated something that lots of people would enjoy with effectively zero impact on actual meaningful races. Please continue to enjoy upcoming auto tracker support in games with communities that are open to it and which have community members who actually think critically about what their current level of security is. FYI, for ALTTPR, it is effectively zero. Um, wow. Okay. So that that pretty much brings us up to speed. There, there have been some other, you know, uh, announcements and, you know, uh, people posting on Twitter and kind of weighing in and things like that. Um, but this whole 24 hours or so just really left the community buzzing. I have a lot of opinions. I know you guys have a lot of opinions. Where do we start? Yeah. I would like to mention one more thing that Mentos Man's message on the 28th just as kind of a follow-up to Christos Owen's message saying, hey, you know, we, we know there's a lot of things going around. We want to get more community feedback. Um, we have a Google form that you can fill out and give us some feedback, and we can kind of track it to your Discord user ID and your S, you know speedruns live uh, name so that we can figure out who is who and, you know, so we're not getting inundated with pings. Um, the one important thing to... Uh, keep in mind, and this is what I want to quote from Mentos Man, is this, quote, Please bear in mind while responding that while to you this might just be a convenience, to some it could vastly improve their ability to play and enjoy rando. Accessibility is important, and with as safe and secure an auto tracker as we've ever seen made, this would be a major way to increase accessibility. Finally, auto trackers already exist in the shadows. If your issue is an uneven playing field, Moving forward on this topic instead of maintaining the status quo is a step forward towards a more even field, as those who play in the rules can have the same for those who do not. And that's kind of the last official message on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Herf, let's start yeah. with you, my mm-hmm. friend. Yeah, sure. I would, love to, I would love to hear from you on this subject. <laughs> yeah, and sure. really, most, I mean, because I... I just can't wait to hear your take, but as an admin of mm-hmm. the community, you know, I'm really interested to hear your, your perspective and kind of um, well, what, what your thoughts are. Okay, so first of all, I'm an admin, or I was an admin, and I kind of still am, I guess, even though there's no tournament going on. I'm just a tournament admin, and there's like, you know, just I, I just want to make that clear that there's yeah. a difference between me being a tournament admin and the guys who make all these auto tracker and stuff decisions they're the rando admin so i i sometimes even forget that so i appreciate the the clarification yeah so that's like i had nothing to do with any of those decisions and i'm glad i didn't (laughs) so that's (laughs) the first thing i want to say the second thing uh um i'm not really sure where to start let's say first and foremost i have no problems with auto tracking in general i i don't really think you know there's a couple of people who argue that tracking is a skill and you need to be good at it and you know you might mismark a a location or an item accidentally and that will be eliminated by auto tracking and i feel like i can understand them and i agree to an extent but on the other hand that's you know that's not what i'm watching rando for do we want to watch people play the game and you know route well and figure out cool stuff and do like cool low percent boss fights or do we want to watch people mismark a location and forget about like hype cave for the whole game and then wander around not knowing what to do so you know on that 
basis, I'm like, I'm not against the general idea. Uh, yeah. my, my problem is mainly, I think I want to start with what you just read X, uh, with the announcement Mentos man made. I'm sure you guys have a couple of thoughts on that as well. Um, the first paragraph that you read about the accessibility, I can somewhat agree on, even though I feel like this might make me sound like an and I apologize for that, but I feel like there's. It, it's used often as kind of a crutch to sneak new things in that people will like to have on a personal level if they need it or not. Like if you can reasonably move a mouse well and auto-tracking would help you extremely to enjoy the game more, I'm all for that. But if you just, you know, if you're too lazy or if your emulator stops pauses because you can't find the right setting when you're clicking on your tracker and it's not in focus anymore and that's why you want auto tracking yeah but I, yeah. I guess i would like to you know it'd be interesting to know who you know how many people were using the auto tracker mm -hmm. because they are not able to use a mouse you know like actually yeah. using it mm -hmm. from an accessibility standpoint versus a convenience standpoint mm -hmm. uh which is i think you know how most of us were planning on interacting with it um is just that it's kind of a nice tool and you know one less thing to worry about when you're playing mm -hmm. um you know i tried it and then you know that yeah was nice I, you know i mean uh, trackers in general if you kind of think about it there's there's nothing to stop people from keeping a pencil and paper next to them as they play all a tracker is doing is sort of making that a little bit easier and nicer to use because rather than writing down you know, found ice rod, found fire rod, found whatever, mm -hmm. um, or, you know, checked hype cave, didn't check, you know, check whatever. It's just putting that into an interface that's a little more usable. I think, and I'm not saying this is necessarily, well, actually, I'm going to, I, I do think my this is my view on this. This All is one the of the very nuanced hot takes <laughs> that you have. Okay, yeah, go very, ahead. very nuanced, us. but go ahead. What, what basically my philosophy and what the auto tracker has done is just, Instead of you now needing, you know, so previously with no tracker, you're sitting there writing it down. With a tracker, now you've got a program that you're basically ticking boxes on. All the auto tracker is really doing for you is ticking the boxes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to Herf's point, it, it, the, this game, in my opinion, is not about how good are people at clicking boxes correctly. It's about okay, what is your routing decision? What's your skill at fighting bosses in weird configurations? Not, can you effectively tick the box that says, yes, I have the fire rod. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, what it really, I think a lot of the discussion and a lot of the backlash uh, out of this came down less to the item tracker part and more to the map tracker part that's attached to it. Um, there's currently manual trackers out there that also have a map tracker with them, and even Emo Tracker supports that mode, I believe. If you're doing it manually, it will just, you know, you click on the fire rod and suddenly it lights up Skull Woods entrance in green because now you can get back uh, to the boss in Skull Woods and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So, they, you know, I can kind of see the point where people say, alright, so... This thing doesn't only automatically update your inventory, which is essentially just ticking boxes. It also kind of thinks through the logic for you in a way where it's like, all right, and now you can go here. But then is it really that much of a difference 
if you know if you're using like I'm using a cross products tracker and it's like I think it's the first tracker I ever ran into when I started which was yeah, a while I think ago it's now the first I think cross product made the first tracker if that's not the case you know there might have been like me. some yeah. things earlier I don't know about but that's the one that I still use and it has a map tracker attached and if I click on you know I got the fire rod then it lights up skull woods if I'm if I have dark world axes and everything else so I I, don't, yeah. I just don't see the big difference there but the map tracker definitely caused like more controversy than yeah. the item tracker itself I mean with the map tracker so I'm a uh, a child of the kind of American poker revolution and the you know online poker in 2000 in the mid aughts yeah, yeah. <laughs> before it got banned um, uh -huh. and there were lots of programs that existed that basically all they would do is they would put up a kind of heads up display and yeah. they would just tell you hey here's how you've been what you've been doing here's what your opponent's been doing and mm -hmm. that tracking was no more than just what someone could do with a pencil and paper or theoretically in their head which is yeah. why all the poker sites allowed it but it did give a pretty serious advantage because if you saw hmm, the guy sitting next to me, every time he goes in, goes in for a really small amount, that's information that you could use to your advantage. And what I'm thinking here is, you know, where things could go in the future is, you know, there's plenty of information out there on, oh, okay, what's the probability that a certain, you know, location has a progression item? There's mm -hmm. nothing to stop a tracker from saying, oh, you've got fire rod and ice rod and hammer, you know, in 60% of seeds, the next prog a progression item is going to exist for you in Turtle Rock, say. Mm -hmm. And that's where you start getting into the point where the tracking actually could be giving you an advantage over beyond just like, you know, mental kind of real estate um, over someone that's tracking stuff in their head. And this is why I think now... This is why I think the people who are big fans of trackers, which I'm going to say for full disclosure to the audience, I use Emo Tracker and I use a map tracker and when I'm, when I'm using Emo Tracker. And I don't see a competitive problem with that. But if it starts edging into the sign of, hey, it's going to auto-track everything for you and it's going to give you additional information that while theoretically possible that you know someone would be able to write this down and keep it in their head not probably to the degree that something popping up and saying you have an 80 percent chance of finding progression in you know ice palace uh -huh. um and you know there's nothing to stop that from happening now that said i don't think automatically tracking definitely not items and probably not map tracking is that bridge so mm -hmm. this is my my like very nuanced take <laughs> on this where I feel like I'm just going to make everybody mad because I'm not coming down distinctly on one side or the other and I mm. I can see the points that everybody has mm -hmm. um well, the, well, world, the world yeah. is nuanced, you know. There's, there's yeah. black and white. <laughs> it, it there's really always, is like that. Yeah, I mean right. and, and I don't I think that's wrong. Right. Yeah. The other thing to think about too is um you know, not everybody plays with the same setups. So you've got people who are playing in emulator on a PC with multiple monitors, which that's how I play. Then mm -hmm. you've got people who are playing on SD to SNES. So they've got, uh, you know, original SNES hardware or the uh, mini SNES, mini SNES. SNES. And that's how they're playing. And, you know, maybe they have 
a computer up and that's how they you know stream it on twitch and maybe they've got a tracker up there but maybe they maybe they don't maybe they just have it kind of passing through to something that auto is automatically is putting it up on twitch or they're not looking at their screen or whatnot there's a lot of different use cases around this um and i think maybe that is why there's some disagreement here too because not everyone might be aware that hey there's like lots of different ways you could be playing this Mm -hmm. all right so so let me ask you this so a lot of what you're talking about is you're just talking about trackers and trackers since the beginning have always been okay what is it about this auto tracker that it wasn't okay it wasn't okay okay now it's okay all right now it's not okay 24 hours later they cited the anti-cheating and you know not being able to give an unfair advantage do you, do you think that that can, can we talk about that maybe a little bit like what are your yeah do we, so do we know how it was being exploited yeah just i i just want to quickly finish my point which i went super off topic on really quickly but i think <laughs> yeah, like for me personally this is really an important thing to make so Absolutely. I'm, I'm gonna read the paragraph again that x read earlier just to you know put it back into everyone's mind so mentos man said in his announcement finally auto trackers already exist in the shadows if your issue is an uneven playing field, moving forward on this lot, uh, on this topic instead of maintaining the status quo is a step towards a more even playing field, as those who play in the rules can have the same tools those who don't can. And I think, like, I don't want to personally attack Mentos Man by saying this or anything, but I think personally anyone with half a mind can see how that is just a very, I want to call it a stupid statement to make. Just because, you know, that's the same as saying, hey, there's already some guys, you know, injecting some themselves with some steroids in uh, this sport. So if you don't, if you don't make it legal so everyone can juice up as much as they can, that's going to just keep these guys having an advantage. And I feel like that's completely the wrong approach to just everything. Yeah, you, you make a very strong point. Com- coming at a problem... Uh, with that sort of negative, um, you know, perspective is it's not. I, I would disagree that it is a step in the right direction, as, mm-hmm. as he says. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I it's it's funny because Herf usually I'm the sports analogy guy, but I think that's a <laughs> perfect analogy mm-hmm. because let's let's think about you know, like Mentos Manasek, there are auto trackers in the shadows. I mean, I whenever I was getting started playing ALTTPR, I was trying to figure out what to do, and I found a shadowy auto tracker and was and people were like yeah don't don't use that because it's not race legal and i said oh okay well i eventually want to race on this so you know i don't want to learn bad habits so i'm just gonna you know go off and i used i think stumpy uh, which is a web-based tracker that's i think based on cross product when i started which Mm -hmm. is not an auto tracker it's got items and maps but that's it and uh but to the point here is you know you're we can say hey look this auto tracking stuff is banned uh because let's get i think maybe more into okay why why is this banned why is this bad is it just because of the you know what we were talking about where it gives you an informational advantage and i Mm -hmm. think historically the reason it's it had been banned and again her view as a an admin on the tournament side may have more detail on this but my understanding was the reason that auto trackers were banned was not because they wanted to keep people from having this sort of instant knowledge around what's available on the map, but rather because the way in which a auto tracker would need to work 
would work in such a way that it was trivially easy to you to with that auto tracker modify it a little bit and have it spit out the location of every item so that's my understanding uh i think that's at least partly true as far as i'm aware and i only have like you know non-admin i'm just a random dude who joined the discord knowledge of what happened as far as i'm aware they've always been at least very frowned upon if not you know forbidden or banned because uh, the SRAM trace wasn't working on uh, SD to SNES, so you couldn't use an auto tracker if you were not using an emulator. And I think you might have had to use a specific emulator, and due to that unfair advantage that would give to emulator users over real console users, uh, it, it was, you know, banned from races. At, yeah, at least that's as far as I know. Yeah, you're starting to get onto what i what i think essentially happened and, and why it was banned and it pretty much mirrors my own personal experience with it um so i'll just kind of get into that uh, so that sunday we we had just finished recording an episode um got this announcement about the auto tracker and i was already planning on playing a seed so i figured i would try to you know be on the on the cutting edge of this new um you know technology that was going to be allowed and, and not be someone who wasn't utilizing it and you know i like the idea of of uh, not having to have errors come about through tracking. Um, in fact, just last Sunday, I was playing a streaming seed and I had to forfeit because I mistracked something and I had no idea where my progression was. So I had to quit, you know, and stuff like that sucks. So I was willing to give this auto tracker a try, but um, and as Axe mentioned, you know, I started streaming maybe a little bit prematurely, it, it, kind of thinking it would just work for some reason. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, of course, it didn't work. And I spent basically an hour and a half uh, getting it to work, which involved you know, downloading everything, uh, reading through the manual, realizing that I couldn't use SNES 9X anymore, um, going to BizHawk, setting all of my, um, you know, setting setting that emulator up the way that I like to use it, um, you know, changing my streaming uh, setup so that, you know, it was using a new source now, um, so making it so that you could see everything that was on the tracker, which is set up a different way. So, uh, like, a lot went into accommodating to be able to use this auto tracker, and as I looked around to try to find instructions to install it, like it kind of took a long time to find those. And I think um, when this official announcement came out from the ALTTPR, um, you know, admins, developers saying that you can use this and it's it's a really convenient thing to use, everyone wanted to use it and maybe didn't realize how many hurdles they were going to have to to, to jump in order to be able to implement this. I was using Stumpy before. It's, as Axe mentioned, web-based. Um, I've since gone back to using Stumpy, even though Emo Tracker worked. I just, I found I made a lot of mistakes, not even because I was, you know, not used to an auto tracker, but just not used to a new tracker. You know, it's a big change to change the emulator you're on and the, you know, the tracker that you're using both, especially when it's now auto tracking. So I, my theory, and, you know, Emo kind of mentions they were getting a lot of pings, is I think the the information to help people adapt this new technology was not readily apparent and they were not equipped to handle all of the people reaching out with complaints about getting it working or not as herf mentioned not being able to get it to work because they don't have the right hardware or you know the right computer setup or whatever the case may be um so it really just seemed like i mean it came out of nowhere like i had no idea this was being worked on or going on at all um, and then there wasn't a lot of help to help people get it working. And I think 
it just caused so much, so many problems with so many people that, frankly, I think emo was, um, you know, probably hurt by the fact that they worked so hard on this, and then it got such a negative reception. And I think maybe kind of took that personally, and you know, to use another sports analogy, just picked up their ball and went home. Yeah, I mean, I I want to talk a little bit about the communication around this because I think Tim, this is what you're getting at is that. Uh, you know, and I'm trying hard here to, to, to use my words carefully because I don't want to unfairly shit on anybody. Sorry to curse. I'll, I'll, um, I'll edit it. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I don't want to misalign. Mis- you know, disparage anybody who I think everybody involved in this, you know, had from the decision making standpoint, had the best intentions. Nobody was trying to be underhanded here or or be some kind of puppet master saying, aha, look at how I've manipulated the Rando community. But what an effect has happened is, so let's look through the way this was communicated and, and, and how people would react to it. So as Tim said, this announcement just suddenly popped up. There was no indication that this was something in development or in discussion, neither on the main channel or on Imusaru's channel. So for the person who was not intimately kind of behind the scenes on this one this would have come as a big shock and you know i think it now i i this is a little speculative so if i get the details wrong on this folks please you know correct me and i don't mean to to get this wrong but i wonder if the issue may have been that Imusara was working on this you know on her own or with her team i'm not too familiar with how exactly she does her development but she was working on this and released it and was like hey you know we have this this is great i'm really excited and for the admins of the game that you know christos owen and um all the other folks who uh who are kind of behind the scenes on that this kind of shocked them and they went oh crap okay we got to make a a call what we do about this right now because it's out there in the wild and the longer we wait to make a decision the more the community is going to get confused so Christos, oh, you know, so the admin guys say, okay, let's let's just say we'll we'll use it. This looks cool. We'll figure out the the bumps in the road as we go. And they they put out that first statement. Again, you know, seems like it's perfectly fine. There's there's no ongoing, you know, official community tournament. So this is like the perfect time to test out these bugs and get everything smoothed out. And this can be a really good thing going forward. But here's what ends up happening: is the user base sees this message come out and either they, like Tim, try to use it and get very frustrated with implementing it because, you know, Christos owned it and developed it. And when he wrote the message, I'm sure was not, you know, trying to set up a guide for how to use it. Right. So it's not his, you know, that's not his fault. And even Sara said, hey, look, you know, I just put this out here. I didn't ask anybody to officially endorse it or not endorse it. It's just, yeah. you know, this is my own tracker. I'm doing my own thing. And, uh, but as a result, everybody is now downloading and using emo tracker she's probably getting lots of pings about that people may be pinging christos and saying like dude like this completely messes up my setup what what's going on here i feel like now i have to you this is i think maybe where a lot of the consternation comes from i feel like i have to use this yeah i'm at a competitive disadvantage and you know probably you know maybe some messages were sent to 
to both Christos, the other admins, and Imusaru that were, you know, not necessarily worded in the most polite way. I, I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen any messages. Just it's the internet, and sometimes well, yeah, I was, can was be about to say we're talking about the internet here. Let's mm-hmm. just assume that probably um, that weren't worth the you know, words. A, and if if I'm putting myself in Imusaru's position here, I I would feel hurt. I would say, you yeah. know, look, I did this on my own. I didn't ask for this to be officially approved right off the bat. But now I'm dealing with lots of people who are either looking for technical support, who are confused, who are angry, who feel for like this free for this free software, right? That I have made out of my own, you know, love of the community and wanting to be a part of it. So yeah, I'm upset. And then, you know, she and and this this is maybe where I could criticize her a little bit. Is this didn't help? This just made it worse. She then says, "All right, fine. You guys don't like it. You guys are going to complain about it. Fine. I'm pulling it." Right. And this just, mm-hmm. you know, so she has, it's her program. She has the right to do with it, whatever she wants, but this made it worse. <laughs> and, and, and the, the way real... in which she did it to the, like her phrasing and, and wording around it, not to, again, you know, I would have been upset if I was in her shoes too. I'm not saying that she was wrong to be upset. I'm not saying that her emotional state was invalid here, but what I'm saying is that what she said and the way in which she said it didn't help the situation it probably just made people feel more aggrieved and i know you know in particular people really get on the internet about tone because it's hard to read and you know trying to think of this in the best light i think this was just someone who felt really frustrated with the community because again look at that message in the middle where she's saying hey you know i I know people are having some problems i whipped together something really quick right um let's keep working on it and then you know 12 hours later it's basically look guys like i i shouldn't be getting all of this all these pings and all of this you know negative feedback um because this was you know i I, you know sort of the job it's not her responsibility you know right like if people want to use it that's up to them but it's not like they are paying for customer support you know right and i guess sort of my this is my nuanced take on this is you know, I think the auto-tracking idea was really good. I think, however, the way in which it was communicated and the lack and now the lack of coordination, and again, there may have been coordination behind the scenes, but I'm not privy to that kind of information. But that lack of coordination, I think, is what caused a lot of the problems. Let's imagine... That I do just know, want to say, in that very first announcement on February 24th, one of the things that they said was... Um, historically, we have disallowed auto trackers for several reasons. Chief among them was we were not able to verify the integrity of which data the trackers were accessing, which constituted a major obstacle from the perspective of fair play. This is not an issue with email tracker, and this is what I wanted to mention, as she has worked in tandem with the ALTTPR devs, and we have a full understanding. Oh, she, okay. She, so she, now yeah. I, I retract everything I said about the coordination because I, you know, had not read that message in detail, so uh, that really changes the the, the landscape on this. Right. Uh, I, that now it's I'm a little more. I'm trying to pick my words very carefully here. Disappointed then, I guess, with the yeah. ALTTPR admin team because if they knew about this and they were working on this, there was nothing stopping them from saying, "Hey, I'm going to let you guys all know that this is going on and we're working on this and." we've tested it we've whatever they're doing whether they're looking to recruit people to test whether it's just a heads up um instead of it going out like this with no real warning or or hint um again it's it's their 
you know, it's their mod. They got, they make it. They put a lot of work into it, so they don't have to change the way in which they communicate with the community. But it's a little frustrating in this case that uh, there was not more of a kind of priming of the community around this. For me, uh, having to change everything around to include this and try to you know, change my setup that I was used to, to it, to, you know, incorporate this and then find out that, uh, you know, it doesn't work the very next day and, and have to go through back to everything, you know, that I was doing. Obviously I was not stoked about that, but I'm over it. It's really not a big deal. I, I can move past that. The thing that really kind of leaves a bitter taste in my mouth is the fact that the auto tracker was available for anyone who wanted it and now is not available for anyone who wants it. You know, like there were people who were using this auto tracker just minding their own business, uh, not even race, you know, not even doing races or participating in tournaments, just like, you know, doing it because just for fun or whatever, using this auto tracker, possibly even people who needed it for accessibility reasons, you know, like legitimately, like we've talked about. Um, and now they can no longer do that. Like that's, it's just gone. Mm. Um, and I will say, uh, emo does address that in, in some of their messages, they go on to address that and looks like they did, you know, they're trying to correct that and work. Uh, they mentioned something about a voice activated tracker, which I think is a really fascinating idea that can also help if people are truly talking about accessibility and that's an issue that should work for them. Um, so hopefully, you know, some, somebody steps up and can, fill in this gap and you know leave those people who did have something with something they can use that's similar to the emo tracker they were using before that was an auto tracker yeah uh now tim i know you and i have been talking a lot but i wanted to kick it back over to, to yeah. Herf to see you know we we i think just talked <laughs> to the two of us for like 20 minutes so i i don't want to f- take up all the oxygen in the room yeah. No, that's that's fine. I mean, you guys pretty much covered everything. I just uh, there's a couple of points I guess I want to touch on. Maybe uh, I'll try to keep it short as far as I can. So, no, go ahead. Um, um, as far as um, the communication goes, I think you guys pretty much mentioned everything. I think the problems were one that. Um, People just didn't know about this thing, and suddenly it isn't, you know, only there and a thing to use. It's also, you know, officially announced and race legal, and maybe you can also use it in a tournament. And it's, you know, like the officially endorsed rando tracker, yeah, it almost feels like. Endorsed. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. That, that gets to what I was getting at about the, you know, it feels like you had to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It, it just kind of feels like, you know, this is... The first one, like, people have always pointed out which trackers to use, and there's clear, like, crowd favorites, I want to call it, that are like, you know, people will tell you to use the Firebase one because it's web-based and you can share it with everyone if you get stuck and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, but there's never been, you know, a huge announcement about a tracker and how it's released and it has this new feature and it will do everything automatically for you and blah, blah, blah. So, that was a huge problem that it just came out of nowhere. And as we also touched on, uh, that it was just, you know, so limited in, in, in how, which people could use it. And as you were mentioning, Tim, it took you a while to set up everything and stuff. But the, the, the big problem, and to her credit, she tried to fix it with like a experimental SNES uh, 9X thing. But uh, BizHawk and the, the correct core that you need to use for it, they eat up hardware like crazy. Like those things yeah. take a lot of power because they're what, emulation. It's like, 
it's like BSNES, right? Mm-hmm. It's the like full legit 100% emulation. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, you can run SNES 9X on a potato, but you can't run that on a you need a pretty beefy system because it's mm-hmm. literally fully 100% accurately emulating the SNES. Yeah, exactly. So that was another big problem where people were like, well, you know, you talk about not giving people an unfair advantage, but then you really force everyone who doesn't own original hardware with a reasonably expensive SD card reader thing to use this one emulator that also might not run on half the communities, you know, potato laptops that they bought 10 years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> so th- that's a big problem. And uh, uh, I think another thing that we haven't really touched on is uh, the announcement that Christos Owen made. I'm not sure if he made it before or after Emo made that announcement where she was like, uh, I'm forced disabling this. But he basically announced in the uh, official Rando Discord that uh, Emo Tracker won't be, the auto tracking won't return for casual use until such a time as the ROM allows one to reliably prevent circumventing the race ROM check. So essentially, what he means is if they make it uh, okay for casual use, like if she releases it again for casual use, there's no way for anyone to check if you're using the auto tracker or not if you're racing on SRL. So that's why they're keeping it completely out of uh, the hands of the community, if you want to call it that. Which is, you know, understandable, and I guess, like, uh, I don't know, they're, like, pulling through with their decision, I suppose. It's just a little unfortunate, and the way that it was announced on Emo's side probably wasn't the best way. But as you guys said, you know, feelings were hurt, and people are kind of annoyed yeah Uh, one one element around this that you know i I think we touched on a little on the periphery but maybe is a reason why there has been you know because i think here we all seem fairly even if we don't 100 percent agree on everything no one here and i if i'm wrong correct me guys seems to be like yeah this definitely should not have happened like this should never ever be a thing but why I think maybe some people in the community think that is because, and this is sort of alluded to a bit in Mentos Man's uh, message, is there are auto-tracking things that exist, and like Herf just said, there's no way that you could check on someone whether to see if they're using it in a race situation, and it's potential. there's a potential that anything that would be reading the RAM or anything like that could be used for more nefarious cheating-like purposes. So I, I wonder if the people who are, are very against this, not out of, you know, a convenience sort of thing, but from a legitimately there should never be any auto-tracking ever, period, are worried about that as a, uh, a situation. I wanted to just throw that out there as a discussion thing. Do you, do you guys want to go ahead and just make this like a three hour long episode and discuss cheating like you're promising? <laughs> Let's just do it. Uh, I mean, right it's, uh, it's it, it, uh, we could. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we, yeah, no, we need to do that with justice. I know I, it's a, like a running joke at this point that we keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. think the next time that something happens in the community that makes us all, mm-hmm. you know, other than this, because there was so much to talk about here, but. Yeah. I promise we will talk about it next time it's relevant. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, but, you know, to your point, yeah, I mean, there, anyone can use these trackers. Anyone can do a number of nefarious things and we can't see them. We almost just have to shrug and accept that fact and just move on and, you know, just try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And in the situations where it's a tournament, when there's money on the line, you know, things like that, we are a little bit more um, careful about monitoring these sort of things. But it's just unrealistic to try to, you know, get everybody all the time on everything. And I think this is no exception to that. Yeah, pretty much. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the problem with the anti-cheating stuff is you, you hope everybody is playing by the rules. But uh, if people aren't, there's about a million more, you know, people can come up with all kinds of creative ways to break the rules. So it seems to me that the philosophy of the development team has been we're going to make it as hard as possible to, you know, do the easy, quote, ways of cheating. And I guess, you know, even Sara said that in her message, um, you know, current level of security and for ALTTPR, it's effectively zero. I, I, I don't know enough about this to really opine on that intelligently. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I've talked to a couple of people who really have dug through, like, the data and everything and, you know, have more knowledge than that. So I might have a little bit of knowledge about it, and it's not great, but it's it's not as bad as, it, as, she, as she makes it sound, I would say. I, I want to be able to do a little bit more research on that kind of stuff and then, you know, Same, come back yeah. and have a, yeah, have a long yeah. convo about it. But, um, okay, we're, we're pushing an hour. <laughs> an we... hour of news. <laughs> yeah, we... I, I yeah, think but... I just want to make my final point is going to yeah, be go that I just want to say, uh, as we've kind of harped on about, the communication was really the main problem for everyone. You know, everyone was kind of taken aback that suddenly this thing is here and it's legal and endorsed and everything. And uh, the final point that I want to make is I think a little bit of the backlash was also like simmering frustrations from the community from uh, the quote unquote hints debacle right. of oh, version boy, 31 yeah, right. God, because oh, boy, you know yeah. yet another example of people just going hey look at this suddenly there's this completely new thing nobody asked for uh deal with it it's going to be in the tournament now and you can't turn it off so you know people but, I mean, that like, one turned Ooh. that one turned out okay i think we all agree you know we had our doubts about it but it you know yeah. It's been pretty, pretty good, actually, you know? So. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if you talk to some of the regular daily racers or something, uh, especially the the higher higher caliber ones, you'll hear a lot of complaints about hits still. But, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe we need to revisit that some at some point, <laughs> that whole conversation. Um, well, actually, what I thought you were you were going to say when – I mean, that's, that's an excellent point, but I was thinking back to – uh, as you'll recall, um, we covered a little bit of an incident that uh, occurred during the qualifiers where people were chatting in the um, in the uh, SRL chat Room, window yeah. after they were finished mm -hmm, prematurely, mm -hmm. even when other people were still going. And there was a big you know to do about that and discussion. Um, one of the biggest, uh, I guess, kind of proponents of pushing you know endorsing the rules there was Emo Seru. And I think, you know, that was kind of a, a push on some of the similar sort of admin kind of people that, that she was communicating with this time. And I, I wonder if maybe there was that kind of, um, you know, residual sort of interaction uh, that maybe kind of colored this whole event as well. 
Um, so I'm just going to preface this by saying feel free to cut this out if you feel like this is okay. throwing someone under the bus too much. But okay. I feel it's important to mention with what you just said, Tim, that uh, I find it very ironic that uh, Imusaru was found testing her auto-tracking feature before it was announced race legal in uh, at least one SRL race beforehand, I suppose, just because she wanted to beta test it to see if everything works. Which is uh, also against the rules, and I'm not sure if she got punished for it. I think she did. Like, she was removed from that race, uh, you know, post, what do you call it, post-race, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, so, uh, I mean, yeah. were there, in the tournament, were there rules that said no auto trackers allowed? Well, it, it wasn't a tournament race, so that's, you know, oh, she daily. didn't like, it, it was just like an, an SRL race of gotcha. some sort, but... It was still, you know, I understand it, and I personally don't think it's a huge problem and a thing you need to make a huge drama bomb about, but I just find it kind of, you know, that that reminded me of a specific song, I guess. (laughs) What song is that? Uh, You know, I don't know. Something to do with rain on a wedding day and stuff like that. Oh, that song. I literally didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Um, Okay. Do we all feel like we've we've gotten it out of our system? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we could. There's still. Yeah, we I probably could, could talk, talk about, about this for another, for another two hours. Hour, yeah, at least. But yeah, probably... I, I don't know if there's any new territory that we're going to cover. But here's what I will say: is you know, I I would personally be really interested to hear what our our listeners think on this. And oh yeah, for sure. You know, de- definitely send us your tweets, emails, comments, carrier pigeons, what have you. Um, yeah. Because you know, I I'm just sitting here and I try to give my I try to as best as possible put myself in the shoes of everybody involved. But I could have completely missed out on or misunderstood or or otherwise been like wrong on a basis of how people feel or think on this. And I don't want to have it be like, well, you know, the the official Go Mode podcast line is this, and and that's not really what people were saying. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, Let us know what you think. Uh, I also, sorry, I also just remembered something, but I feel like it's important. I want to get back to the thing that started all of this wonderful discussion, namely the question from Apotomix. A, a, a I'm sorry, I'm, put, I'm butchering that name. I think Apotomix, yeah. Apotomix, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm German. Blame it on me being German, so <laughs> that's why I couldn't pronounce that correctly, clearly. Um, anyways, uh, he was saying... Uh, he really enjoyed the auto-tracking feature, uh, but I feel like, specifically in reply to him, I want to say, you said you started out not using a tracker, and you started using a tracker uh, when you started racing on SRL in the community, which I think is fair, uh, but it seems to me like you didn't necessarily even need a tracker. You said even, I believe, I don't have the message in front of me, so correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, but I believe you even said uh, it was kind of a detriment to you because you started mismarking stuff because you were in a hurry trying to track it and stuff. So I understand why the auto tracker is nice and convenient and super good for you and why you'd like to use it, but I feel like you could probably pull it off without a tracker at all if you wanted to, probably better, as you said, as with a manual tracker. So I, you know, I don't really understand your stance uh, as far as helping you out goes i guess for you know convenience sure but helping you out i feel like you're you know you're good 
Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Because like I said, I, you know, literally last Sunday, I, I had some, some people um, that are in our Discord actually watching. And I felt bad because I had to be like, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I was doing a good job, but I accidentally mismarked my tracker somehow. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through and check everything else, you know, again a second time. So I, I guess I'm done, you know. And and that happened to me during a follow fire, too. The exact same thing where I, I was like, oh, crap. It's just like me to last location something, right? Ha ha. And then I go open that last chest and it's a green rupee. And it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, wait, uh-oh. <laughs> what did i do you know so that that sucks when that happens i don't know that having an auto tracker is necessarily going to completely eliminate that from happening because i noticed um, and maybe i just didn't get to dig into it enough but even with emo tracker um you have to mark the dungeons yourself which Mm -hmm. is a common mistake that people make is marking the wrong one um Mm -hmm. and and there are a lot of you know what happens when you go check out the race game item and you decide you don't want it and then you save and quit you you need to mark that as looked at you know, so you have to do that yourself. It's not going to do absolutely everything, you know. Yeah, for sure. I so. really, I, I did. I also didn't mean to make it sound like I'm, I'm, you know, dishing out the bad stuff on the Potomix here. My, my point is, I feel like being able to reliably play rando without the use of a tracker is, you know, the the highest, not the highest goal, maybe, but the goal you should go to achieve or try to achieve. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I could, I would. I mm -hmm, can't. Exactly. I can't (laughs) either. And honestly, that's a problem. Not currently for me, but I'm imagining. You know, imagine this. You're you're finally going to your first GDQ. You scored a ticket. You get there. You're having fun. You're meeting all your random buddies. You're hanging out. You're drinking. You know, you're having a good time. And they're like, "Hey, let's do a casual tournament in the practice room." And you're like, "Yeah, man." So you sit down and you start playing and you're like, wait a minute, I don't have a tracker here. I'm playing on like an actual SNES with a controller in my hand and on a CRT monitor. And there's like 20 people around me making a lot of noise. Where's my tracker? And I can do that. You know, I, I rely on my tracker. I rely on my map tracker way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's to the point of, you know, there are people out there who when they, you know, go to class, they go to whatever, you know, they go to a meeting at work they don't need to take notes and mm-hmm. that's awesome and that's great for them um but you know it, it and it does give them a little bit of an advantage because in to make the analogy to rando you know we talked about how, or i talked about how really all a tracker is is just a very fancy way of writing stuff down on paper mm-hmm. well if you're playing rando you know by yourself on your you know, your couch on your CRT TV with a actual NES hardware and you don't need to take any notes, you're in a better spot because you can keep it all in your head and still play effectively. You're in a better spot than somebody who does need to take those notes be- just just simply because they've got to kind of keep their brain focused on their note-taking in addition to playing the game. And uh, yeah, I would love to be able to play without a tracker, but I... Uh, I can't keep my brain that straight. Yeah, I mean, I've never really tried, with the exception of my first seed, which I it was surely out of ignorance that I didn't use a tracker, and it, it was it was a disaster. You know, I think most people's first seeds are a disaster. Um, but I've never even really tried to take it away since. I mean, that could it could be a fun challenge is just kind of see where you're at in regards to you know how good is your memory. Um, I think I mean, all of us will be surprisingly, like for us, surprisingly better than we think. Because with the amount of seats that you've played, you've kind of figured out, you know, which item opens up what and stuff like that. But I'm sure it wouldn't be easy. Yeah. yeah. So here's an idea. You know, small community tournaments. Uh, 
trackerless tournament and everybody is playing on scout's honor so uh, yeah. <laughs> uh for a community tournament i think that's okay just you know gen- gentlemen yeah. or gentlewoman's agreement yeah. yeah you know you're not playing for for anything big so you're just you know just being honest yeah, but we have to, you know, ban a few known no tracker users. There's already too many people out there. I, I, I don't have to lose against people who are clearly better than me already. Yeah, maybe, that's true. maybe that'll be the uh, yeah the first official Go Mode podcast uh, community tournament. Uh, no, we're gonna do that um, that that thing that you said last time that co-op one where we all spread out and try to find different things and whoever has the fastest time is the team time that's that's mm-hmm. the one we're gonna start oh okay yeah yeah i like it were you, were you you said you were gonna uh draw the you know all the rules and the, oh yeah yeah i was you, gonna you started on that right oh yeah i'm really far on mm-hmm. it cool yeah i look forward to uh you know, maybe just drop it in the discord after the episode we can look at yeah it. no we'll, we'll be totally ready it's it's totally <laughs> right. launching okay i'm right really now looking forward to seeing that <laughs> sounds good um, yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah. it just just for those who who uh, could not detect the sarcasm. Yeah, that's it's not dropping with this episode. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good points, guys. Which which royalty free audio library did you get that one from? <laughs> <laughs> I know I record those and sell them to people. You miss so um we have you know we i think we had a really good conversation there about the auto trackers and i think people probably wanted to you know talk about that have some discussions so i think that's great i we we talked about it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to jump into ganon's tower now where we're at we want to make sure that we really give that time and and whereas we were planning on cutting it up maybe we just do the full thing next time or something like that yeah we're going to go ahead and move on. We actually did get a fetch question um, in addition to the one that I read at the beginning of the show. So Ooh. I will just bring that up, quickly read that. This is from Mr. Chris Ladd, who says, Hey guys, yours is the first podcast I've ever listened to and followed. Been with you from Desert Palace, and I just wanted to express my gratitude for the time and effort you guys put in. I Aww. love the chemistry you guys have, and it helps having a few different viewpoints on how to tackle certain rooms and events. Please keep up the good work. Even as we approach Ganon's Tower, I hope we can keep this thing going for many more episodes. All the best, Mr. Chris Ladd. That's Aww, such a cool thank email. You. Like, yeah. not to, you know, say anything bad about the other emails that we've gotten. We appreciate every single one of them, truly. But this one is just, you know, it's very nice to hear that people really enjoy what we're doing here. Yeah, no, it's, it is it is really, really nice because, you know, you, we make these episodes and... You know, we, we do get listening stats. We can see kind of how many people listen, but you don't really know, yeah, okay, or, you know, how how engaged in it are they? Are they just kind of putting it on in the background where they're, they're doing chores, or are they sitting there, like, listening to every word? So that was, that was a really, really kind and thoughtful message. So thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, podcasting is very much kind of like shouting into the void in a lot of mm-hmm. ways, you know, which is why I love the Discord, because we can talk to people who listen and talk about the episodes, because... You know, like I said last time, we, we spend a good amount of time, you know, preparing for them, editing them afterwards. So it's really, you know, gratifying to hear that there's people that are uh, into it. So 
Um, yeah, really awesome. Thank you so much for the email, Mr. Chris Ladd. Um, if any of you want to uh, shower us with with praise um, <laughs> or hatred, certainly, yeah, hatred, or hatred also works because if you hate us, that means you at least listened enough to get angry. Yeah, yeah that's sure. hey, that's a really good point. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. So any hate mail you have, uh, you can send directly to us. Email at gomodepodcast.com. That's how you can get in touch with us. You can also use the contact form on our website. Um, it was showing an error message for some people, even though it was coming through. Um, so maybe it shouldn't be your first choice, but hopefully if you've sent something through there, we'll get it. Um, I also wanted to quickly maybe say, you know, we, we did joke a little earlier about a, uh, a tournament but I, I do want to throw that idea out there because, and maybe this is something that we could get some feedback on. I would love to, you know, set something up now that, you know, there's no official tournament going on, um, maybe with some some wackier rules for our, our fans out there, whether that is kind of the, the team one that we talked about or, or some other more, uh, you know, esoteric rule sets. But, uh, you know, please let us know if that would be something that you all are interested in participating in. Because I, you know, I would like to to see if we could do that maybe as a community. That would be that'd be fun. Yeah, um, and I, I'll mention uh, there are several community tournaments that are going on right now. That some of them we've only briefly touched on. Uh, they're still getting ready to start. Uh, go ahead and check the episode description, and I'll put links to all of the current tournaments that we know of so far. Um, you know, whatever I can find, a Discord, a Pacebin. Yeah, um, those things are still going on. I don't want you to think we forgot about those uh, in this particular episode. Just be sure to check that out. We'll we'll pick them back up uh, in our next episode for sure. Yeah, like there's a glitch tournament getting started, but mm -hmm. I don't know glitched modes at all, so I have yeah. no interest in playing in that. <laughs> yeah, well, this is a, a very uh, large and active community, which is why there's a podcast about it now because there is so much going on. So we'll try <laughs> to bring you as much of it as we can, but there there's a lot. So we're we're doing our best on that. Um, yeah, well, I have some leftover current puzzlers, if you guys wanted to do those. I'd do that, yeah. All right, let's look at this puzzler real quick. Let's, yes. Let's see, let's see if, how, how we do on this, and, and I haven't right. done this one, so. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. You see that the moon pearl is on the Zora ledge, and you have only the following items. Boots, gloves, hammer, lamp, master sword. You've cleared everything else you can at this point in the game, except for doing Aga 1, and you figure that this means that the Pyramid Ledge must have or must lead to the Flippers. However, if you could sequence break to the Zora Ledge, you could also skip the logical Aga requirement, saving yourself several minutes. How can this be done using only these items? So, I think this is when you need to do that weird water walk dash glitch from uh, down in South Shore. But can you do that without the Moon Pearl? Can you do that in Bunny State? Well, you can, I, I think you can activate it and prime it with just by doing it. I think there's, no, so let's see if I remember how to do this. I think it's in the Mini Moldorm Cave. You prime it by doing a dash in a specific manner. Then you also have to do fake flippers and get it the first time. If you mess it up, then you have to restart it. And then you will have kind of like a double water walk going on that will let you jump down uh, into the area for Zora Ledge without losing your water walk, I think is what you would need to do. 
Now, it doesn't mention that we have a bottle, but don't you need a bottle with a fairy in it to do that water walking glitch? Ooh. I think that's only do for you? the fairy. Like, there's a way. The fairy revival. Yeah, yeah, the fairy revival. That's what I was you, thinking. Where yeah. you no, throw I mean... a bomb down the the ledge when you jump down to the Zora ledge. You throw a bomb and then uh, jump down at the exactly right frame where it explodes and hurts you where you would land in the water. And it gives you, like, the water... Uh, it, it kills you, and then the fairy revives you, and it gives you a water-walking state because it doesn't realize you're, like, on the water. Yeah. I, I think you don't need that to activate this this double water-walk. But, um, <laughs> of course, I've never had to do it because I think this might be one of the few scenarios where it's it's seriously useful. So I've never taught myself how to do it. But I remember watching a video, and it may have been gamer cal's video that talked about some you know how to perform mm -hmm. some glitches but i think gamer cal set up how you do it coming out of mini moldorm cave and it involved a dash that was on like the last pixel to the right that and that's how you you arm it i think um so what are we saying in is this our answer well i'm personally not sure on how to do it but i think it has to be something like that like a double water walk that you store or something i only know of like i think you can get to the zora ledge this way though where you like dash out of the ice rod cave and it works in the mini moldome as well where you if you dash right next to a, a hole you can fall into it stores a water walk for you as long as you don't do x that i don't remember and if you jump into the water from like a north-south uh, transition and not a east-west transition, it'll let you walk on the water and then you can use the, the whirlpool to warp up to the Zora area and dash up there to Zora. But I'm not sure, you know, you need another water walk to jump down that little waterfall to get down to the ledge. So I'm not sure where we go from there. Okay. Um, well, I have... So they provided an answer, and then they actually provided a correction to the answer. Um, so I have the corrected answer up here, um, but it sort of touches on the, the fairy bottle thing that we just mentioned, so I almost want to try to find a way to include that. But I'll, I'm just going to go ahead and read the answer with the corrected info. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so here, here it is. Typically, the Zora Ledge sequence break involves you saving a Boots water walk and chaining it with a Waterfall Fairy water walk but the Waterfall Fairy Water Walk requires you to have the Moon Pearl, so it is not doable in this puzzle. However, oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's that. However, you can still sequence break the ledge, save a Boots Water Walk, and then Fake Flipper on a screen transition as normal. Fake Flipper all the way through Zora's Domain without getting hit or accidentally touching land, and then hop down the waterfall south of King Zora, activating your stored Boots Walk and allowing you to walk to the Zora Ledge. Variations of this sequence break are also possible if you have a fairy in a bottle by chaining a boots or waterfall fairy water walk with a fairy flippers. Okay. Okay. That's wow. That's involved. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> and and the the correction they gave was something uh, I guess in their initial construction of this uh, scenario they included bo uh, bottle and fairy in the list of items and felt that, that maybe made it too obvious and wanted to take that away to make us think no. a little harder about it, which ah. is the part that I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that's the answer. All right. Well, huh. we were pretty close, I feel like. Yeah. We had the right idea. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, okay, so that I think is pretty much going to wrap it up for us. Um, as I mentioned, we have an email, email at gomodepodcast.com. Um, let's see, we also have Twitter at gomodepodcast if you want to follow us there. Um, you can join our Discord, which we definitely recommend. We'd love to have you. If you just want to lurk and not say anything, that's fine. If you want to be active, tell us about your experiences with Rando. That's totally cool, too. So check the description for an invite to that. Um, let's see. I was thinking maybe, uh, since it's always the same every time, Axe, what's your Twitch? Uh, so Twitch, SA underscore Axial. Although, full disclosure, I am thinking about switching it just to Axial because there aren't any other Axials out there. So I originally set it up like that because I didn't know if there were others, but uh, yeah. So my all my past episodes, people were listening for it. In the future, it might just be regular Axial. So check that one out. Maybe the, maybe Twitch will set up a redirect for you or something. Yeah, <clears throat> going professional here. <laughs> professional in quotes. <laughs> and what about you, Herf? Yeah, mine's Herfy Durfy as expected. Uh, yep. I hope I can get back to streaming more again. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned, uh, twitch.tv slash temp underscore did have some people come in and watch me play. It was a lot of fun. Um, I've been putting on Spotify music and turning a lot of people on to one of my favorite bands, the One Ups. Um, so anybody, oh, they're great. I, I love the One Ups. I'm totally I'm obsessed with them. So I've just been putting the One Ups on random um, and using that audio. And instead, I turned on just channel eight of the SNES audio. So I get most of the sound effects, at least enough to do dark rooms and um, it's been a really fun time having people come in and check it out. So, um, yeah, come come by, see me play some play some rando, and uh, yeah, I think that that will do it for this one. Um, I hope you enjoyed our journalistic news update. <laughs> okay, <laughs> is this it? No, I don't know. I thought maybe someone else would say something right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, I didn't hear anything, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, let's just mirror out then.